If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, did you uh, do you like the convenience of opening up a can of soup, especially for lunch? Campbell's just launched new ghost pepper chicken noodle soup. Ooh. It's going to be available to the first 500 brave souls who will sign a waiver saying they can <laughs> handle the heat. That's good PR right there. <laughs> yeah. That is really good. Have you ever had a ghost pepper, though? No, um, I don't think I have. My friend Carlton, was he loves ghost peppers. And, and uh, he had ghost, ghost pepper potato chips. Got them from uh, Trader Ooh. Joe's. I tried one. I was like, okay, that is not for me. That is <laughs> too way, much, huh? way too hot. Second, Duncan is offering rewards members a free order of their two stuffed biscuit bites with any drink through the end of the month. They've got scrambled eggs and bacon inside. And finally, mm. in the world of food, looking for a good date night idea? TGI Fridays launched a new three-course feast for two, starting at 28 bucks. You get one appetizer, two entrees, a dessert to share, and uh, you can do that lady in the tramp style if you want. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I see a country song coming on. Fancy like TGI Fridays. <laughs> right? Remember go. fancy like yeah. Applebee's? Date had night. To, had to come up with, uh, yeah, maybe that's it. Somebody can write the song, date night at TGI Fridays. Yeah. Me, my sweetie. Eating the, what do they call it? What is the meal called? It's called the, um, a, a, it's just a feast. Me and my TGI sweetie having a feast at Fridays. <laughs> I think I just wrote a hit country song. I think you did. <laughs> Coming up, the simple way to reverse the negative effects of screen time on your kids. As a parent, do you get frustrated with how much time your kids spend staring at screens? After all, more screen time at age two leads to poor communication and daily living skills by age four. But it just seems like kids between video games and their phone and tablets, kids are always on screen. Well, hmm. good news. They figured out how to reverse some of the negative effects of screen time on your kids. You want to guess what it is? Uh, uh, going cold turkey and having them get rid of screens for a month. No, it is. Make sure your kids play outside every day. Hmm. They say outdoor playtime can reduce the harmful effects of screen time by 20% and social skills improved in kids as well. Yeah, I believe it. Some in our neighborhood... All the parents have the the kids outside all the time. Nice. Means you, you got to drive real slow. <laughs> That's <laughs> going, okay. Going through our neighborhood, yeah. and I love seeing that. Love hearing them play. It's great. Okay, no, you know how normally if you go to the grocery store hungry, it's dangerous because oh, yeah. you're like, oh man, I'm gonna get some of that, and that looks so good. Uh-huh. Everything looks good. Every chip bag of chips that they have, yes. I'll take them all. <laughs> well, I was at one of those big box stores yesterday. Yeah. And there were things that were so non-appealing, I thought I might gag. No kidding. And yet, obviously, they're selling these snacks to the masses. I'll tell you what's going on in just a minute. Okay, Kevin, this is a fun little quiz. You've, You've worked with me so many years now. See if you know how I would finish this sentence. Okay. I'm not very adventurous in food when it comes to... Meat. Yes. <laughs> you know me so well. I'll try a new fruit or vegetable I've never tried, but a meat, it scares me. And so I'm at this big box store yesterday, and you're, you know, you kind of start to get your mouth watering because they got the free samples out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's going, and, and you're kind of hungry. It's, it's before dinner time. And I look through the snack aisle and I'm like, ooh, what's that? And I get a little closer, and I'm not making this up. It is smoked, shredded, squ-
squid dried out in a package. I took a picture of it. I just showed it to Kevin. It's Uh, I'm uh, like, and then so then I'm like, okay, is it keto? I'm sure. (laughs) Is it keto friendly? (laughs) It'll fly off the shelves. (laughs) It doesn't. It says ready to eat jerky. So it's basically squid Squid jerky. Jerky. I would try it. If they were sampling, I'd give it a whirl. There was no samples. You just had to risk it. And then I think, okay, I'm far, far away from the snack aisle. I'm going to go down this aisle now. And I look over and there's salted egg salmon skin in a pack, like dried out salmon skin. Where does the egg come in? I don't know. Maybe they brush it with an egg wash. I was just like going through this big box store. Like, it's keto friendly too. <laughs> I am not hungry at all now. <laughs> You've killed my appetite. Until I finally got to the final aisle yeah. and it was Girl Scout Thin Mint Pretzels. Oh, we bought those before. You Did you have? get them? Oh, no, I didn't buy them. We got, no, no, we oh, didn't no, get no, pretzels. We got uh, Girl Scout Thin Mint Almonds. They were uh, Oh, I've almonds. tried those. Those, those are, are they don't carry those anymore. They're dangerous to have in your house. Yes, by the way. those are so good. But I thought no, you were I didn't get the you went to the uh, you went to the snack bar and got their dollar fifty hot dog to, <laughs> to watch cleanse it all your away. palate from the the squid <laughs> from and just the, the thought of <laughs> salmon <laughs> egg skin and dried squid. Right. You were talking about like awful stuff they had at, at the big box store you were at the other day. They were doing samples and they had these things. I've always been tempted by them in the freezer. They're called I think they're called Brazil bites. They're like puff pastry with cheese inside. Brazil bites. Oh, they were doing cloud bread at the store I was at. And they put a little bit of guacamole on it. And I was like, I actually like took a bite and threw the rest of it in the trash. I didn't like it. Oh, I have a question about that. I tried something I've never tried before. I tried an acai bowl, a sample. It was good. The, when you threw the sample away, you walked around the corner and threw it away, didn't yeah. you? Didn't, right? You don't throw it away in front of the lady or the guy that's worked hard eating those things And I'm not usually up. like that. I'm like the type of person that ever wastes any food at all. But I was like, I just don't want this. Yeah. I don't. I don't want the calories. I'm telling you, it doesn't taste good. I believe they're called Brazil bites, like puff pastry with some kind of gooey cheese inside. Now that sounds. It good. was the kind of thing where you wanted you wanted to walk around for a minute and go back and get like seven more. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided yet. Oh, I think I need two or three more. <laughs> you know what I tasted that you would love? Everything bagel chips. Oh yeah, oh, like I've had little those. crisps. I've had those. Yeah, that was good. Uh, something that I was tempted by in the grocery store the other day was everything bagel hummus. Ooh, that'd be good. That sounds uh-huh. good. Well, you get some of those New York deli. Of course, I have chips. the seasonings. I could just sprinkle it on regular hummus. All right, I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. How do you celebrate birthdays in your family, especially when the kids are little? Uh, with my nieces, my sister allowed a friend's birthday party every other year, mm-hmm. and then in between, it was just family party. Okay. Well, you know, may have heard Lowe's just started offering birthday parties at their home improvement stores with pizza and a building project. I did hear. Where did, oh, I heard about it from you. Yeah. Yeah. They just did a survey and the average kid's birthday party involves 16 guests, Oof. three hours of celebration and uh, kids expectations include their favorite foods and kids expect a theme. Like unicorns or their favorite video game. Close to 80% of parents admit they put pressure on themselves to make their kids' birthday parties impressive. Wow. And I wonder how much of that is associated with Pinterest and social media. Oh, yeah. Instagram, the whole bit. Like, I know, I, I promise you, this is someone like 
no one will know who this is, so I can say this. She slams Monster Energy drinks all night the night before her kid's birthday because it's got to be so perfect and so Pinterest You mean stay so she can stay awake? Yeah, she stays wow. up all night mm. planning the party and getting the party stuff done. Yeah. You see on Instagram, well, our kid really loves planes, so we, we had the Blue Angels fly over. <laughs> yeah, it was expensive, but you know what? He'll only be three once. <laughs> I love how honest parents are, though, that 80% admit they put the pressure on themselves to make the party perfect. When you hear that, do you go like, you raise your hand? Yep, that's me. Would love to hear from you, mom or dad. I think moms are probably the ones that go a little nuttier than dads. Dad's probably reining in a little Mm -hmm. bit. But how how do you guys roll? Are you guilty of doing the big over-the-top birthday parties? So it's wild how birthday parties have gotten more and more extravagant. I can remember being a kid. And it was a big deal. We'd get to go to the bowling alley and I could take two friends. Ooh. I felt like the king of the world. I never got to do that. And That's get, cool. We're going to get we're going to get the room and we're going to have pizza in there. Just us. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. You just felt like you were royalty when that happened. But that nowadays a kid would be like me. <laughs> right. So are you guilty, mom? Maybe dad of going a little over the top when it comes to your kids birthdays. We'd love to hear from you. So we're chatting about uh, birthday parties and parents going over the top with birthday parties. Um, we never did that with our kids. In our house, it was always it was just family because we kind of had a built-in party with just us, with four mm-hmm. kids, right? That was that was a built-in party. And, and with four kids, especially as compressed as our birthday season is, we had a ton of birthdays in September, then rolled into, into January. We had a bunch. It, it, it could, And then the holidays mixed in between the birthdays. It would get overwhelming. I mean, and the expense was crazy. Yeah. So we'd have a, a cake from the grocery store. We'd blow up our own balloons. And everyone would have a, a, a non-surprise surprise party. Like you would leave yeah. the house for some errand and come back. Surprise! That was our big deal every year. But we'd love to hear from you. Are you over the top with birthday parties? Is this Jerika? Yeah. Hey, it's Kevin and Taylor, and we're talking about over the top birthday parties. Are you guys guilty of throwing the big ones? I am. My kids love it, but my husband does not. <laughs> <laughs> is it the price tag or the stress he sees you under? What is it? It is the stress. So I go to all kinds of stores to get what I need for them just to save a penny. You'll you'll spend three dollars of gas to save fifty cents. <laughs> yeah. And your husband sees you putting yourself through that and it makes him stress, right? We get that. How about you? Are you guilty of throwing over the top parties for your kids? We're talking about birthdays, over the top birthdays. I got an idea for parents who don't want to throw an over the top birthday for their own kid, but like the idea of of their kid having one. Next time one of their friends has, you know, the party with, I don't know, pony rides, a bouncy house, and an appearance by the real Darth Vader, <laughs> like they have that, tell your kid, hey, we're going to celebrate your birthday too today. We're going to go to the party, and then we'll go get a Happy Meal afterwards just for you, <laughs> and that'll be your birthday. But, Daddy, my birthday's <laughs> eight months from now. I know. <laughs> You get to celebrate early. You sound like my mom. Every once in a while, she combined me with my oldest sister, who's seven years older than me. <laughs> and our birthdays are 20 days apart. No. And she'd like be like, okay, well, this is this, this cake is for both of you. So when she was 17, wanting like a teenage, you know, older teenage girl party, 
Yeah. Now, this to, was just like, fam- she like a family cake. have a 10-year-old party instead. No, yeah. So my mom, my mom did do a great job on birthdays yeah. for us when we were little kids, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I have very distinct memories when I lived right outside of Chicago. Um, having the picnic tables set up and the little streamers. My birthday is May 27th. Mm-hmm. So the weather had finally warmed up and you're playing with your big wheels and you're playing. Remember the game? This is how old I am. Pin the tail on the donkey. Yeah. We did that one where you wear the blindfold and we throw the little ball into the um, buckets yeah. and see how far you can get. Yeah, Almost yeah. like a homemade um, uh-huh. What's carnival, that game? Game. carnival game and um and then you get to open your presents and then my mom back then always made the cake from the box with the icing from the can and so i think that's why now i love making homemade cakes because to huh. me it's like a whole new world yeah. and um i make uh i do like a little birthday thing for my nieces and i would hang little decorations and we'd have a family dinner and i'd always make a cake and I did not think it was that big of a deal. I've been doing that since they were little, little. Mm-hmm. And now one's in college and one's a 15-year-old. The one in college was so super sad when we moved out of our house. We had to have one more family gathering because she was so sad to give up those memories of Aww. all her birthdays there. And oh, I was like, sweet. it meant that much to you. You know what, Tracy? I, uh, I was like so touched by it. For our daughter, she used to make the, remember she used to make those Barbie doll cakes? Mm-hmm. Where you, you would bake the cake at, oh, I think Around you would bake it in a, in a bowl, and then you, so you had this bowl like a uh, cake shaped like a bowl, and you would flip that upside down and put the Barbie doll in it, yeah. and then the that that dome would be like a big, what do you call those skirts? A, skirt, a hoop skirt. Hoop skirt would be a big. I remember hoop skirt. when she made one of those. That's so impressive. She kept all the apparatus needed to make that for these fictional grandchildren that may or may Aww, never come along. That's so sweet. <laughs> You're taking up room in our oh, we have an extra pantry in our garage and there's like this whole little corner. And there's a bowl with stuff. a Barbie in uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. So the Barbie. Yep. That's so sweet. For these grandchildren that aren't here yet. <laughs> How hard is it for you to be away from technology? Like, can you go for a hike or head down the hall at work for a meeting without your phone? Mm. According to a new survey, adults predict they could go only go without their phone and TV for five hours while they could uh, manage three days without a laptop or a tablet. Mm. Without a phone, more than half could hardly communicate with anyone. And some of us say it'd be really hard for us to even pay for anything or make an appointment. If we didn't have our phone. Isn't that amazing how fast that's happened? Yes. How quickly they've become the dominant thing in our lives. Oh, I, this is awful. Our neighbors across the street will have us over for dinner. I take my phone. I'm like, why am I taking my phone? <laughs> but you tell yourself, well, and sure enough, I showed them a picture on my phone of something pretty cool. Yeah. And Or I take a picture. And it's just like, man, can't you just go for one dinner, Taylor, without your phone? I have a hard and fast rule. There's one place I will not take my phone. One place I refuse to take it in. Church? Yep. I won't take Very it in. Very smart. Won't take it in. But a lot of people take even, notes on their phones. I don't even want the the thought of, I'm going to get out my phone. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to, yeah, nope. You know I, the I pastor can, appreciates that. <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's 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 worship time. I, I want to be focused completely on worshiping Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's it. Not my phone vibrating in my pocket. Gee, I wonder who that was. It just, it's such a, I know myself too well. It's such a distraction and I don't want that distraction while I'm there. Yeah, you. That's awesome. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. Are you thinking about getting CPR certified? Maybe it's time to renew your certification. Well, this will stop any procrastination on your part. Check this out. 
Allie Wallace is one of the shift managers at an Arby's in Great Falls. And she had her basic life support and CPR certification for more than four years now, but just never needed it. She just kept getting recertified. Well, she was working the counter taking orders when she noticed a customer start to wobble. So she grabbed a coat, ran out, laid that down on the floor, laid the guy down on the floor next to it, and right then he went unconscious. Mm. So she started chest compressions while someone else called 911. And he's going to be okay. No the guy lived, and Allie's hoping this will inspire others to get certified. There's so many like accidents that happen that become 10 times worse because no one knew what to do, so they just sat there and watched. Hmm. It is that important because you could save someone's life that day. Absolutely. What a sweetheart. It's, it's wild to think about how differently that could have ended for that man if Allie hadn't gotten CPR yeah. certified. We all just saw it on a national level with the player at Hamlin for the Buffalo Bills, right? Yeah. I mean, it had, had Absolutely. there not been medical staff there that knew what to do, he would not have survived that. Same is true with somebody might be like sitting next to you out to eat. You could, you could save their life. By I, the way, you've got to watch the video of Allie. She reminds me so much of your daughter, April. Oh, okay. They could be twins. All right, I'll check it out. Hey, coming up, if someone suddenly gave you four extra hours in your day, mm. what would you do with it? Most of us can agree there just are not enough hours in the day to get everything done, right? So if someone suddenly gave you four extra hours in a day, mm-hmm. what would you do with it? Start a new hobby, play video games. I think I'd use some of it for sleep, some of it for reading. Kev, what say you? Four more extra bonus hours a day. Probably just doing the stuff I already do just for longer periods of time, like <laughs> riding slower. my bike or playing my guitar. <laughs> uh, this is pretty wild. The, the biggest answer to what you would do with four extra hours a day shocked me. It was household chores. No. <laughs> Followed by tackling larger projects that you don't have time to get to. Uh, 20% said they spend more time doing hobbies and things they enjoy. Uh, Others said they would use the time for sleep, going back to school, or adopting a pet. Hmm. You know, the appropriate answer, by the way, especially if you were in Sunday school, would be, I'd pray. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You get a gold star and a donut hole. I would read my Bible and pray for four hours. Right. If you want an extra munchkin in Sunday school, that's the appropriate answer, right? Coming up, is it possible you've been celebrating your birthday all wrong? Is it possible you've been celebrating your birthday all wrong? Uh, You may be older than you think. People (laughs) on TikTok are freaking out after realizing they've been calculating their birthday wrong. When you turn a certain age, you're not actually starting that age right you're finishing it right it's the completion of the year right so if you just turn 39 you're really in your 40th year it's obvious when you think about it but it's rocking people's worlds <laughs> and it's not making me happy at all <laughs> i don't want to be any older than i think i am you didn't realize like, that i mean I'm always, i mean it I've makes sense a one-year-old is celebrating yeah. that they've been on this earth for one year but for some reason, as you grow older, you forget that. You know why they don't know? It's that common core math. <laughs> <laughs> they don't teach them to think old school math like we did. Makes total sense, right? So my wife and I have become big users of like Uber and Lyft when we're only when we're on vacation, though. Yeah. We never use it at home. I, I wonder why we don't use it at home. Because you have a car. Yeah, well, I mean, home. we've always used it on vacation <laughs> because we're it's cheaper just not to get a rental car, and and mm-hmm. if you're in an area where 
You can walk. Where or where you where it's going to be a short drive to places that you're going. It's just so nice to yeah. have that. Do you know but I've never ridden in an Uber or Lyft so I love far? them. It's so much fun. <laughs> so much fun getting to know people. Um, but Lyft, they say time is money, and that's true with Lyft now. They're, they are the last of the Uber, Lyft, and all the driver services um, to, in, to impose a wait time fee. So if the driver shows oh. up and you are in it, and when if you're not there within two minutes of the appointed time, the meter starts running with added to, because when you bring it up on your app, Taylor, you pick from a variety of like car sizes and stuff for how much the ride's going to cost. Interesting. So you could pick like a Cadillac Escalade that's going to cost you more than somebody showing up in a Camry. Um, and we always go, we always go Camry. Yeah. <laughs> we always go for the cheap. For the cheap. Unless, unless we have luggage and then we'll get something bigger. So um, how much are they going to charge you to wait if they're waiting for you? It didn't say how much oh, it's going to okay. be. But here's an interesting wow. thing. When uh, we went to Los Angeles, of course, we got stuck in traffic. And the traffic we got stuck in was complete shutdown. The road is not moving. We sat for 20 minutes. And about 10 minutes in, I said to the driver, it just hit me. Um, your fee is your fee. It's not going up for us, and you're you're literally losing money every minute we sit here. He said, "Yep." <laughs> Unlike a taxi, where the meter just the meter keeps, keeps going. Running, right. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I said, "Well, it will be reflected in your tip," and we made him very happy. He's like, "Thank you." Most people don't do that. <laughs> I said, "Well, it's day one of vacation, so we're in a good mood." <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a tipping mood today. Right, I'm in a good, I still actually have some money, so. <laughs> So I admit it, I am pop culturally challenged. I hope I'm not the only one. I don't know why I missed out on so many things. But you did. Like I, I'm. I mean, I don't even know how to pronounce fashion brands. <laughs> it's just it, it gets embarrassing. Like I, I don't. And I people are like, oh, she has a, she has a Michael Kors purse. I'm like, what's that? My favorite was you didn't realize Rolling Stones were a band. And Rolling Stone was a magazine. No, I like figured they were, but I was clarifying. <laughs> I was clarifying. And then I remember when I, I I thought, oh, wow, everyone's wearing purses that their grandma made. And I found out that's Vera Bradley. <laughs> well, uh, more proof that um, I'm pop culturally challenged. They released the um, Oscar nominees for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. And there were 10 movies. I've, re- I've heard of three of them. Mm-hmm. And I've seen... A grand total of one of them. It's one more than I have. And it was Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> oh, you did you? You went and saw it. Have you seen that yet? I have not seen it. Um, good? I, did, I good? didn't go to see it in the theater. I don't. People went yeah, nuts I did. Over Wait, that I movie. did go to the theater. Isn't it, yeah. like the, it was a top box office movie of the year, I think. It yeah, it was, it was very good, especially if you love the first Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, now it's coming back to my sister and I went and saw it, like one of those media sneak peeks. But like. Ten movies nominated. I've only heard of three of them and seen one. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I I try to live in society, people. I well, try to pay attention. To but. give you a little bit of an excuse, um, going to the movies and movies at the movie theater are becoming less of a of a thing. Like other yeah. other than Top Gun, there wasn't anything that was really that successful this year. But on streaming, which you watch a lot of. Things are wildly popular, and you're on well, top of the Well, and then so. I think the other problem is I used to, back in the day, when you had to watch TV commercials, you would at least mm. see a trailer. For the movie, Now right. I don't even see the trailers. You gotta seek them out to see the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up, how in the world can kids raised by the same parents turn out so differently? <laughs> I'm sorry. We have four. <laughs> and they're wildly different. How in the world can kids raised by the same parents turn 
turn out so differently. When I saw this headline yesterday, I was riveted because I'm one of five girls. Hmm. I mean, just look at Cain and Abel, how different they are, for Pete's sake. <laughs> a famous sto- yeah, a st- yeah, there was a famous stay-at-home mom who tweeted recently, I have one kid who I could trust to be home all alone all weekend and would eat vegetables, do the dishes, and lock the doors. My other kid, similar in age, is not allowed to hold an umbrella. <laughs> now, here's the deal. When you look at the science behind siblings, we shouldn't be that surprised that kids from the same family could turn out that differently because even though a child inherits 50% of their DNA from mom and dad, uh, it gets rearranged wildly in each kid and includes the grandparents' DNA too. That's why DNA kits very so different. Like, I mm. can't trust the DNA kit my sister Rhoda did. Right. If I wanted to know, I'd have to do it with myself. And then they say outside factors like being poor, being born premature can temper your genetics as well. Plus, depending on where you fall in the lineup, your parents were at very different stages of life and therefore have very different parenting styles than they may have had with your older siblings. Well, let's talk about this. Do you see that with your own kids raised under the... The same roof, and they're wildly different. Would love to hear from you. I have something that I think is the biggest factor, and it wasn't even on that list. I think it is the thing that differentiates kids raised under the same roof from how they behave, how they interact with other people. I'll tell you what that is in a minute. We're talking about how kids uh, with the same parents raised under the same roof, same rules, everything can turn out so differently. Why do you think that is? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Hey, Catherine, we're talking about how different siblings can be. Kids raised under the same roof, same mom and dad, and wildly different. Why do you think that is? I have no idea why, but we have four kids, three of them, night and day. One of them decided to join the Army, and she just is living her best life. But then we adopted a younger one, another one, several years later. Oh, cool. And the the irony of that is the older three are commenting on how we are different parents for the youngest, the younger one. Uh-huh. Taylor, like you said, we're at a different place in life. Uh-huh. We can do different things for him that we don't have to do because it's one versus three. Hmm. But yes, every child is so different. Yeah, it's as if God gives them their own little personality. <laughs> he, he does. He does. And it's kind of funny because I tease our older three. I'm like, the three of you combined did not totally prepare me for this fourth one right here. <laughs> Tanya, it's Kevin and Taylor. We're talking about how in the world can the same kids with the same parents in the same family turn out so different? And you've got a theory? Well, I honestly, I'm a single mom of three kids. My kids are adults. Um, I have the oldest girl is 26 and two boys that are 25, 22 and 19. Okay. So, we, again, they're all raised with the same values. Everybody got punished the same. Um, of course, girl-boy difference. But... I think that once they start to get older, of course, they develop their own personalities from a young age. But the company that they keep, Uh, I really feel as though society's voice is somehow louder than your parents. That is exactly (laughs) what I was going to say of the big thing that that we haven't even talked about. And it's not even just social media. But I read an article. This isn't a Kevin idea, but it said the classroom, Uh the teachers that your kids have will have a major impact on their personality, yes. especially in the elementary school years, because yes. they're in there for a longer extended period of time with them than they even mm-hmm. have been with you. Absolutely. At daycare, I have a three-year-old grandson. Mm-hmm. He may go, um, there's some things that he was doing at home when we had the whole COVID um, yeah. thing before he started going to daycare. I was keeping him while his mom worked, and I worked from home. 
But there are certain things that he now goes to daycare and comes back home with that I'm like, he's never done that before. Like, mm. because just about watching other kids and being yeah. influenced by other kids, I do believe that there's a strong influence when it comes to their environment. Yeah, the outside that, influences. That and that's not, yeah, I'm not knocking absolutely. teachers, but my advice to to parents would be get in that classroom and know the teacher because we did have we have four kids and they were all done with yeah. you know school and high school and stuff but there were some teachers right. who definitely were pushing an agenda and when you sat in their yeah. classroom you would find out what that was and if you don't get involved you don't know that's true yeah that is true. Yes. absolutely but it sounds like you did a great job with those kiddos and now the grandbaby i tried yeah, yeah you I sound know you awesome did. tanya you worked yeah. your tail off well done you i tried child i tried y'all <laughs> god bless you guys thank you so much for your time y'all have a good day okay you too, you too. take Bye-bye. care thank you